Okay, welcome back to the Game Changer 00100 show. I'm your host, Game Changer. And today we're going to go over an article that Obsidian, Obsidian um, posted. So salute to the old man. And this is about um, women making more or something like that. Uh, let's see. Why are 60% of um, black women? Hold on. Let me read the things. So I just copy and pasted it and then put the word uh, Game Changer perspective on it. Um, but... Let me see. I got the article right here. I'm going to go over it um, while I do that. Hey, so oh, uh, apparently another big time YouTuber is going off on Danica like right now. Many of you know who I'm talking about. That man is going off on Danica right now. Now, granted, he's a dating coach and so is she. So this could just be like, you know, a competition thing, but. I'm like, God damn, you know, the, the shit is furious. But what it does say, because yeah, Danica's been out for a while. So what it does say is that Jessica X is really bringing something to the table. And that's why he now caught her attention, you know, or she now caught his attention. So it seems like Jessica X really added that uh, that that chemical X to what Danica had and, and you know, um, it caught a lot of attention, uh, good and in this case, bad. So yeah, that's um, that's a plus. It says, so why are 60% of black women splitting or paying a higher share of the household bills? Now, here's the thing. Whenever, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. When people who use statistics, first of all, first of all, um, statistics is a very, very complicated subject. And most of these news outlets have the shit completely fucked. Like they, their sense of their sense of um, statistics is, I mean, I, it's it's not horrible, um, and it would be like everyone else's um, if no one else studied this subject, um, or they just use math and applied it to statistics. But uh, when they say why are sixty percent of black women, I fucking fuck, this shit is so off. It's not even skewed, Double D. It's just, it's, it's, it's just like damn near off. It's just off. Like, yeah, it's the best way I could put it. Anyway, why are 60% of black women splitting um, or paying a higher share of the household bills? Now, I'm going to cover this article um, right quick. Uh, and I'll make this quick. Um, I was going to, you know, do like a larger stream or a longer stream this time around. But since I spent so much time on the Danica and Jessica X thing, um, I'm just let it go and, you know, um, and make this a short one where I just covered a thing. Maybe have a little panel. Who knows? Um, we'll see how it goes. Play it by ear. Um, but, yeah, so I'm going to just read this article to you. It had like a bunch of shit that I wanted to say but i covered it all in the whole submissive thing and things like that but actually actually i am gonna say this shit listen and on my other channel i covered this before money is control they doing it because they want control they want to insecurity you know they want to be able to have certain things to say in the household but in this case, when they're paying the majority of the bills, they just want to reserve the right to call you a broke ass nigga. 
They want to, they're doing it because they want to lord it over you. They want to just pull their dildo or their strap on out on you and say, I am the shit at a random time. Now, keep in mind, many of these chicks, I'm not saying don't mess with a woman who makes more than you, uh, but many, but if she's seeking that, then that's one thing. And of course, if she's not an exceptionally high, well, anyway, you know, um, but yeah. Yeah, they want that control. They want to be able to get it, sustain it, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know, and she may start off getting getting you sandwiches, right? It's like, you know, oh, she's getting me sandwiches and she's picking up the bill and she's picking up the tab. Oh, this is the best thing since sliced vagina. Like, what could be better than this? But then one day, one day she pulls out her penis and the whole shit changed. You get that broke ass vibe, Kay. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when the shit's just outlandish. When the shit's just outlandish. And it generally don't happen to... Um, to like really high figure women, you know, like, like if she's like 250 K plus, it, it tends to not happen on that level. And that's because she's not dating you because she wants to control you. She's dating you because most every man makes less than her. So it's not even feasible for her to like, look up. It's, it's more um, intelligible, intelligible for her to look down. No, I'm talking about the ones who are, you know, like, like, mid or a little bit higher than um, mid range, you know, then then they're looking down a bit and they're doing that just to fuck with you. So, OK, it's like this. It's like this. Um, like at my previous job, not this one. Um, there was a chick there, the receptionist. Right now, receptionist is a great job. It's honest work, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It is what it is. You know, it's. Um, it's it's honest work that you keep your clothes on. I'm not shitting on receptionists at all, right? Um, what I notice is that uh, she was she was into somebody who made more. You know, she she was into a higher tier brother, but she felt real uncomfortable making the first move. And and ladies, listen, listen. Um, I know it's not natural. I know it's fucked up. And hey, this is the world that you asked for. But if you work with a dude, you got to make the first move. I know it's not in your nature to make the first move. I know I know that you're supposed to like, you know, uh, cross your legs and, lip, and lick your lips. And a dude is supposed to come running towards you. I get it. And under normal circumstance in a normal society with normal laws and shit like that, then yes, that would be the case. However, this is not normal. So yes, you are going to have to text him, come and get this pussy, and send him a pic of your fingerprint and the pussy. He needs he needs like actual proof to tell HR if shit hits the fan later. You know, like you, you, and you don't, you don't type in the word pussy. You, you say, come and get this, and then a picture of a pussy. And then, you know, a selfie of you saying, I approve.
prove this message. So, you know, she she was giving all the signs and shit, but it's it's like, look, unless you you got to be more forthcoming because motherfuckers are not going to risk their job um, over no shit like that. So um, in talking to her and just uh, listening, like listening to like her previous dating history and shit like that, um, she wasn't into like Pookie Ray Ray types or anything like that, but she was more comfortable being with dudes who made less than her. And the reason for that is, is because um, the reason why I suspect that is, is because to these dudes, you know, she is like she might as well own the company. I mean, she's she's like she's like this this office chick that that um, that goes to, you know, that dresses up nice and goes to um, and goes to the top floor and shit like that, you know, like from his perspective. You know, she is she is that woman. She is that chick. You know, she's like an executive or some shit like that. But to an actual dude that worked there, she's the chick that gets the batteries when your mouse is out of batteries. Like it's it's and, and you know, once again, honest work. This is not me shitting on receptionists or anything like that. But it's it's not as big of she loses that aspect of her. Which she believes to be her sexual marketplace value. He he's not he's not the adoration. She's not like a top executive chick or anything like that. She's she, she's just you know, um, you know, um, she she does some supply room stuff and shit like that. You know, um, if you have a package or something, um, you go there and and that's where it's at. So you, you, it's not the same. Now she's, I mean, but her sexual marketplace value is intact. Um, on the other side, because let's face it, he really don't care about your income like that. So it's not like she's losing out, but she believes that she is. So I can see why somebody like her and other women like her will say that they don't mind picking up the um, picking up the tab because they they want to be in that position, you know. So she'll she'll get with these guys, and once again, this is her telling me um, her dating history. But after a while, she do give them a broke ass shipless nigga um, speech. And that's why she was single. Like, you know, like they, I'm not saying they go in expecting that, but it does wear on them. It does wear on them. So after a while of having that, you know, in their soul or some shit like that, um, they start to react. And that's when they pull their dick out. And that's when, you know, you get the whole sisterhood behavior and and niggas ain't shit and blah, blah, blah. But really, they're they're doing it because um, all the things that they've done to increase their sexual marketplace value, they've come to learn that that only really helps a little bit for most guys. Um, and, um, and so they go to the guys where it's most um, helpful. And that is guys who make less than them. Like it only matters, you know, like like if a if a guy makes 300 K, which I don't. But if a guy makes 300 K, you know, what does he care if you make 60, 70, 80? I mean, like, what, what does he care at that point? Like, what the fuck does he even care? How big are your tits? You know, period. So it is what it is. All right. Let's get to the article. All right. Let me scroll up. 
has a picture of Beyonce. Uh, Donovan Sharp, uh, Zerks, um, has a picture of Beyonce um, and Jay-Z in it, or Jay-Z and Beyonce, rather. And um, I strongly suspect that Beyonce has, she's not, she's not fat in this picture, but what I do strongly suspect is that she has a fat gene that hasn't kicked in yet. Um, or it has kicked in and she's working twice as hard in the gym and shit like that. Or, you know, she's seeing a doctor about that. Um, but, um, you know, either way she's, she's fine now, but I can kind of see the blueprint of fat to come if she doesn't maintain. And I'm sure she will maintain because she's paid millions to maintain. So, you know, kudos for that. And besides when you're used to being seen in a certain way, you're not going to change that. So it is what it is. All right. Let's uh, bring this down. Okay. So make more than your man. You're not alone. And while earning more um, than you. Okay. I'm reading it as it is, people. I'm reading it as it is. Now, keep in mind that these are educated sisters. Now, there's a lot wrong with the punctuation structure, but I'm not even going to get into that. But uh, this me, this reads, and while earning more than you mate isn't a bad thing, Black, and by the way, it's capitalized for no damn reason. It's not the beginning of a sentence, and it's not a proper noun, but it's capitalized for no fucking reason. Black women face unique socioeconomic circumstances um, that affect a myriad of social norms, pattern and choices. So there's no comma between pattern. God damn, this is just fucking off here. I'm going to put, I'm going to put this in the, in the thing. All right, the link is in the um, chat room. All right, so let's see. Including money, uh, what was that? Black women face unique socioeconomic circumstances that affect a myriad of social norms, um, patterns, and choices, including money habits, uh, mate choices, and rituals. Madame Noir's new study, Black Women's uh, Relationship and Money, Relationships and Money, investigates the ways romantic partnerships impact how Black women spend money their financial habits and relationships, expectations, and more. Read on. I will read on. That is what I will do. Hold on, I got to scroll down and get the thing. I hate all these advertisements. Okay. All right. So, Madame Noir pattern um, with civil science. Okay, I'm, I'm going to click that link later to see what the fuck they're talking about. Uh, to poll more than 350 Black women on their spending habits um, in relationships, here are some highlights uh, from the survey. Now, I want to point out that 350 is not much. It's not, it's not many people at all. And also, um, this is not 
a seg this is not a general sample population. This is a sample population of their readers. So it, what they can say is of the ones that they sampled, um, you know, 60% of their viewership are willing to do this shit. And it wouldn't surprise me because, you know, their viewership is more um, looking to control a relationship than to submit to one. So I can get that. But let's read on. Let's see. Here are some highlights from the survey. Uh, almost half, 46% of Madame Noir audience expects their partner to pay for dates frequently or always. Okay. There is a discrepancy here. Because 46% um, expect, exp um, expect that their partners pay for dates frequently or always. So how can you have 60% that pays the bill all the time? I don't know. That's a, that's a little interesting. But all right. Anyway, 60% uh, of 18 to 34. Oh, okay. This is a subset of 18 to 34-year-old um, users expect to split or pay greater share of the bills uh, with their partner at least occasionally. This is 10% points higher than the general user population. I don't know what that means. Like, so do they mean like general users outside of blackness or do they mean like general users outside of um, the 18 to 34 range or do they mean general users outside of people who read this magazine? or, you know, um, link or whatever you want to call it. So interesting. It doesn't really say much about that. Uh, loaning money, about 41% of users have loaned money to a romantic, um, excuse me, to a romantic partners. Okay. Okay. You see, this is what the fuck I'm talking about. And that's why you stumble because about 41% of users have loaned money to a romantic partners. I don't know, like, uh is singular and partners is plural. Where in the fuck are they? God, you see, this is this is why my brain hurts. Like, shit like that to a romantic partners. Now, I, if this was a text message or something like that, I wouldn't give a shit. I wouldn't give a shit if this was a text message or, you know, or a second graders Christmas list. I wouldn't give a shit at that point. But it's like, this is your publication. Like, there is software that people like me have made so people like you can look like you know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Don't like a blue squiggly line come up underneath it or something. God damn. Okay. Um, yeah. So to a romantic. Oh, and by the way, they're not going to spare an opportunity to make black men look like broke ass niggas. They loan money. They loan money to them. It's like it could be for a myriad of reasons. Fuck. I um. I um. I, uh, my mom gave me some money not too long ago to go over the bridge. It's not that I didn't have it, but I don't want to go to the bank and then break a 20 at the mother.
fucking bridge. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. Just because I don't really carry cash on me like that. Give me six bucks so I could uh, so I could cross the bridge. Because it's a bridge between uh, my house and hers and my mom's house, uh, a toll bridge. So the fuck is the big deal? But they want to make it seem like some broke ass nigga shit, you know. And 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 many of these bitches actually took like a mental note of it. They took a mental note of it. Hey, baby, you got some quarters for the washing machine? I have loaned my man some money. Yeah. All right. Anyway, it's under the thing, uh, loaning money. Well, actually, you know something? This very well may be um, false stacks. Hold on. Let me um, stats. Let me just because if this is the case, then they're about to be exposed for some complete and total bullshit right there. And I will do, do that because you're 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 pissing me off. But I strongly suspect, hold on. I strongly suspect that you're right, Cortez Smith. All right. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. Full of shit. Full of shit stats. Okay, so if you interview, um, if you interview 350 people and 41% of users loan money to a romantic partner, 41% of 350 is 143.5. Now, don't get me wrong. It could be a midget or two in there. I wouldn't set that past them. But unless there's a sawed-off half-human being, they're full of shit with their stats. They're full of shit. All right, anyway, financial support. About a third of Madame Noir's users feel uh, frequently or always financially, financially supported by their romantic partners. Okay. I'm surprised that a third of them have romantic partners. I mean, it should be a third of the ones surveyed that have romantic partners, but you know, nevertheless. Okay, more than one third of Madame Noir's audience had made poor financial choices to please a partner. Okay, stop right there. To please a partner is the reason that you made a poor financial choice? Really? And of course, they will always use it to try to blame and shame the man. I bought these $900 shoes and he didn't give a shit. You damn right I didn't give a shit. I bought this $1,200 dress and he didn't give a shit. Yes, because it's a size 22, bitch. Lose some weight. You bought the dress because you didn't fit into the previous ones. Anyway, um, but they got to blame the men. All right, moving on. Uh, let's see. Oh, now this is a quotation mark. So let's see who they're quoting. 
Ah, here we go. Okay. Uh, women have to step up to the plate when it comes to finances more than ever before, says um, Arnita Johnson hyphen hyphen hyphen. Y'all know how I fucking hate hyphens. I fucking, fucking, fucking hate hyphen bitches. Double D, why in the fuck did you hyphen the cosine? I hate hyphen bitches. Arnita Johnson hyphen Hall, founder of Luxurious Credit. Oh, and I'm going to get into that shit. I'm definitely going to click the link to her Luxurious Credit shit because I did it earlier and that's interesting. Okay, founder of Luxurious Credits and AMB Credit Consultants. Uh, my financial tip for women earning more than their partners is one love, one household. Does that make sense to other people? Does, does that make sense to other people or is that just some like weird ass bullshit? So here's the thing. I think like a lot of bitches say stupid shit, but because a lot of people, particularly women are intellectually insecure, they just pretend like it made sense and that it just went above everybody else's head. But that sounds like bullshit. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't speak like whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, one love, one household. What the fuck is that? My financial tip for um, women earning more than their partners is one love, one household. Is that a financial tip? Ladies, I'm gonna tell you, if y'all don't have a pussy and shit, I swear, I, I swear. Be happy y'all got pussies and we like titties. Just be happy that fuck. Just be happy. I'm be happy. Like that's some annoying ass shit if I ever heard it. And yes, if if you're attractive enough, you know, we'll still fuck. Fellas, if you're out on a date with a chick and she says, you know, um, my financial tip for women earning more than their um, partners is one love, one household. Ah, I see what you're saying, love. So um, one penis, one mouth. Like, what the? All right. Johnson hyphen Hall advises creating a financial family plan that um, doles out responsibilities based on on, on income and uh, push to work collaboratively without ego. Okay, that makes more sense. Um, while the financial expert is the financial expert, whenever somebody doesn't, whenever there's no real title, but they're an expert, it normally means that they're full of shit. Like, what are you, a fucking accountant? How are you an expert? Like, from where do you do you get your expertise?
but this is a self-proclaimed title, you know, like a game guru, you know, a player, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. This is just, anyway, let's see. While the financial expert is all for team play when it comes to bills, credit requires a different approach. Okay, um, I agree with that. I recommend keeping credit separate, uh, she adds. This ensures that if one partner makes a poor choice or ends up in a challenging situation, you can lean on the other. Okay, so if you're together, together, together in a love and marriage, then why would one person's credit be affected and not the other's? It means that at some point somebody made a bad decision and they said, you on your fucking own. One love, one household. You're on your fucking own. All right. Uh, but you can do that so their credit doesn't become bad. Like, I don't know. That's weird. But she's the expert. She's an expert. As black women continue to advance, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God, oh God. As black women continue to advance in education and small business ownership. Notice how she didn't say income. Notice how she didn't say income. They're advancing in education and small business ownership. Like that's not, you're, you're not making more money. In fact, I think that you're the lowest earning gender ethnic group. I'm not mistaken. Maybe maybe uh, Hispanic women. But um, since that's not a race, I think you're at the absolute bottom. Um, there will potentially be gaps between their income and those of their mates. True. Those in the marriage market will... Wait a minute, huh? Is she talking to... Okay. Because this is the same paragraph, but at one point she seems like she's giving advice to uh, women who are married and are, um, you know, making more than their mates. But now it's like she is giving advice to single women. Those in the marriage market will have to decide whether traditional gender roles will play a role in mate selection. Okay. What does traditional gender roles have to do with, you know... Um, education and small business ownership. Like if you're doing shit like that, then you're probably not going the traditional route regardless. But let's see. Um, women often want men to, women often want men who, excuse me, earn more than them and don't want men to who earn less. Was the second part really needed? Was that shit just redundant? That's kind of like me saying, you know something? I like a woman with full lips and I don't like a woman with, with thin lips. I like a woman with big tits, but I don't like a woman with small tits. It's, it's kind of redundant. Women often want men um, who earn more than them and don't want men who earn less. She adds, 
It's a mistake instead, she advises. Focus on having compatible financial habits and goals and lifestyle choices. Financial infidelity and lack of money management is the leading cause of divorce, uh, not actual income. I'll look that up, but that sounds about true. Uh, here, I'm coming to the end, so let me put the link out there. Somebody want to hop on. All right, and not actual income. Let's let's go from there. Love and finances are forever intertwined. What the fuck? Are you calling all men pimps or tricks and all women whores? Love and finances are forever intertwined. Huh? Love and finance are, so let's take that statement for a second, please, please. So you mean to tell me that um, if your kids don't earn enough money, you don't love them? Like, how are they intertwined? That's a that's an interesting statement right there. I, I have to say. Um, good news is that the poll reveals many black women feel financially supported by their partners. So what they were okay. The result also shows that um, approximately 41% of black women, there's the 41%. Approximately 41% of black women have loaned money to their mates, which means they are open to working collaboratively, collaboratively uh, when it comes to finances. Okay. The most realistic approach um, in committed relationships is yours, Mine and ours method. Oh, I got to hear this. She shares. Women shouldn't feel guilty or resentful if they earn more than their partners. Now, I autocorrect the grammar here, but I'm going to read as it's stated. Women shouldn't feel guilty, uh, shouldn't feel guilty or resentful if they earn more than partners. It should read then their partners, but you know, um, I guess it means that if they earn more than alphabet relationships or more than like people who have shared interest in a corporation, I mean, as it reads, but we all know that they mean their partners. All right, the most important thing is to make decisions that you are comfortable with. I pause because I really don't like advice that ends like that. That's the end of the thing. Unless it's a bunch of average. Nope, that's the end of the thing. I don't like advice that's like that. And what do I mean by like that? That's kind of like a do you statement. Like if somebody comes to me for advice, like, like you know, um, what do I do about such and such? Do what you feel comfortable with. That's not advice. That's where I began. Should I divorce this chick? 
Do what you feel comfortable with. Should I whoop this nigga's ass? Do what you feel comfortable with. Should I get a bisectomy? Do what you feel comfortable with. Like, it's not, it's not advice. It's just bullshit that you say to people to brush them off. All right. So, yeah, that is the end of that. All right. Let me... Um, Let me scroll up some because I want to find the link. I want to find the link to her. Well, it's not advice at all, Stoic. It's just, it's, I don't even know what to classify that as. I really don't. That's just, that's just bad everything. All right, hold on one moment. So it's a bunch of advertising. One of them is Sister Sister Actor. Um defends engagement to 19-year-old. Now, ice cream truck. Anyway, um, why is he known as a sister-sister actor? Like, Marcus, like, he, he is more than Roger, you know? Like, he had a whole, like, boy band or group or whatever you want to call it. Ah, here we go. Luxurious credit. Well, see, yes, she's married. And here's why she's, here's how we know she's married because she has a hyphen. You see, people, uh, women like this, they put the hyphen so you can know uh, for two reasons. One, so they know that um, you're married when you read their name. And two, so they can just let the world know um, that they have a certain level of control and power in the relationship. That's why she has the hyphen. You know, like she was able to convince, she was able to get married on her terms. Because men generally don't request that you put a hyphen, especially when, when they have like basic last names. But she actually went out to the name changery and um, and changed it to Johnson Hall. And how much do we want to bet that Johnson is her maiden name? Is her maiden name? Now, when they talk about how they have um, small, yeah, it, it is an indicator that they're not that submissive. When they talk about they have small businesses, it's 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 shit like this. So, so if you go to her website, and I'll put the link in the thing. Yeah. Yeah, going double D. It's two pilots on a plane. So let's see. You go to her website and blog shop reviews. Here we go. And you go to reviews. First of all, I'm going to see how much this shit costs. Okay, so what is a credit specialist? So there's certain rules on credit that can boost your score. Uh, one of which is like um, bad shit falls off after uh, seven years. So after seven years, if you was like um, behind on a um, bill or something like that and it shows up on your credit and... Um, or excuse me, or let's see. Um, yeah, you 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 skipped a month on a credit card 
after seven years, that goes off. Now, it doesn't automatically go off. You just have to petition for it. But you just write a letter to the to the credit bureaus and they take it off. They have to. So there's like a bunch of little rules like that, that a credit specialist is, you know, made to know. And that helps. So basically, uh, like my friend, right, he went to one and what she found was so um, when he was in his early 20s. He had to pay a ambulance bill, but he didn't pay it on time. So that went on his credit. And that was only like 180 bucks. It's, it's not much in a large scheme of thing, um, you know, as you get older and, you, and you're dealing with houses and shit. But it did affect him for a short period of time. And that was taken off. So they do shit like that. So sometimes a lot of people have like a, a bunch of shit on their credit report, um, you know, from years ago that's still affecting their credit and they don't know it. So if you talk to a person like this and they write the letters and, you know, um, and all of it is removed at once, you will see a bump in your credit score. And, um, and you know, you'll, you'll, you'll thank the person like they did something spectacular. Also, another rule is um, if you have something on your credit and you dispute it, then there's a 30-day wait. So say you have, I don't know, I already said credit card. So let's, say, let's just say you have like a towed car or something, a repossession, a, repos a repossession, right? And today is August 20th. So let's just say you um, file a dispute today. Then that repossession will go off of your record. They can only do this once, but that repossession will go off of your record for 30 days. And in that 30 days, you can walk into a car dealership like you never had a repossession. So, yeah, that's it. All right. So let's. Uh, so I'm reading the reviews, but I'm not going to read the reviews. I'm just going to read the names of the reviews. We have Lakeisha, Tiffany, Dominique, KMK, whatever, whoever that is. Bay. B-E-Y or B. Claudia Jordan. Now that's a famous one. Lakeisha Brown. Shadi uh, Sadaya Latif. L-A-T-E-E-F. Latif. No, the stream's not over, Lam. You had me thinking that somebody shut me down. No, the stream's not over. Yeah. So, oh, wait a minute. There's more. Chastity Speaks. Latasha Robinson. L-A-T-O-T. Latata Robinson. And that's it. So yeah, it's all of these Isha, uh, Isha, Isha, Keisha, my Isha, you know, Bonquie. It's it's all so basically this is just a group of the sisterhood getting together to um to go to this credit chick 
but that is the entirety of her business. Like it, she doesn't have like a real product. She just like gets together in her Avon groups. And instead of for selling Avon, she's selling this shit. Now, I'm going to read Claudia Jordan because by the way, she has that show on Fox Soul. That's the one where she has like Vivica Fox and Jessica, um, um, Lisa Ray. So that's the one. Um, that's that show. And it's, you know, live with Claudia Jordan. So apparently she had credit issues. But we'll get into that in a second. What's going on? Hey, what's up, Game Changer? Yeah. No, it's Starscream. <laughs> oh, Starscream. My bad. My bad. What's going on, brother? <laughs> yeah, I was just uh, interested in your topic. Um, I was thinking just, you know, it's is this kind of counterintuitive for like a, a modern woman who can make more than her man? that she kind of expects the man to be a, a traditional man and play a traditional role, like in today's climate, it, it just, it doesn't add up to me. Wait, say that again? You saying, you're saying that, um, does it benefit a traditional man to play did, a traditional role? And did you get me? By and large, yeah, I heard you, I heard you. Um, I was I was doing something else, but um, by and large, it um, it doesn't, but it benefits them. Like it's the lesser of two evils. The one evil being a non-traditional man in a modern relationship, and the stats will bear out that modern relationships don't work. You know, they haven't uh, worked yeah. historically; they're not working now. Yeah, but. In order to have a traditional relationship, you have to kind of reverse the traditional roles, and it seems like no no side really wants to do that. And I'm thinking from like even a modern man's perspective, they don't want the traditional burden of trying to raise a, a family and you know and children. They mm -hmm. kind of like the freedom that they have now, that that weight's been lifted off their hands. Now they can kind of enjoy their own lives. And they can kind of pursue their own, you know, their kind of goals. So, like, the environment where people had to adhere to, like, you know, 100 years ago is no longer here. So we're trying to kind of fit, a, like, a square peg into a round hole now. So is that what you want? Do you see benefits in that? Uh, as far uh -huh. as, like, yeah. Yeah, as far as you know, not having that 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 kind of that that traditional burden put upon you, there are definitely like benefits as far as like your own personal kind of happiness. As far as a man goes, you can you you can even look like at a at a, at a Marco Grande, the kind of life he lives. There's a lot mm -hmm. of benefits to not having all those like those traditional burdens put upon your back. So it's kind of like it's kind of hard. It's kind of a hard sell, especially to the younger guys that, you know, kind of kind of forego all your potential and stuff and try to make convince a woman that she needs you, even though in like a modern context, she kind of doesn't anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But um, I think that what we have now is a situation where there is an extraordinary want, um, not necessarily a need, but there's a there's a um, want of that feeling, even though it's not necessary. 
Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I, I see. I see the kind of want they, they want it, but it's kind of like, at least from the man's perspective, they're kind of they're trying to convince the woman that she wants it. And mm-hmm. either she, she, she doesn't want it or she's too stubborn to kind of like admit that, you know, she's a sacrifice like her, her agency, her freedom to fit this traditional role. Cause you know, women like when they get older, they kind of regret that they didn't follow a traditional path, but in their twenties and their thirties, you know, they're living it up. They're living a, their, their life, their best life, their great life. It's only when they see like the, the wall and the light at the end of the tunnel, then they want to, you know, kind of reverse track and say, Oh, now I need that traditional man to come and step in and take care of me. That's kind of like how it's going you right know, now. If it wasn't for um, happy families and children and shit like that, I don't think that anybody would um, even like trip on it. Yeah. I mean, like, I, seemed- I do. Think, no, I mean, what I'm saying is I do think that more men will take the Marco Grande approach. Um, if it wasn't for the children and you know the you know all that good shit. Hell yeah! No, let me uh, let me pause it because I'm trying to do two things. I'm trying to listen to um, this stream or do this stream rather, and Danica because she just went back on. So I probably cut this short. And well, I didn't plan on being out on this long anyway. Um, so and covered Danica, but um, do you have any final words? Uh, no, do you think? Just wanted to get my little shit out there. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, thanks a lot, Starscream. So I'm going to cut this short. Right. Um, I apologize for that. All right. So, yeah. All right, um, all right peace, peace. So, yeah, I'm going to be in um, Danica's uh, chat room uh, um, right now. And, you know, y'all welcome to join. Uh, she's live, Danica Marie. So um, I'm going to see what she's talking about. And appreciate you all. Um, hit that like and subscribe. Subscribe button. Um, and this is uh, Game Changer 0010. Game over. Peace.